It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? Jordan Poole back in the Bay Area, but the Washington Wizards fall to the Golden State Warriors, 129 to 118. So we're going to do a recap tonight. Then we're going to look at, can the Wizards get a first-round pick for Kyle Kuzma, and what are the best fits for him at the trade deadline? And then at the end, we're going to chop it up like we always do. Next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again, and I appreciate you guys making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every single day. And tonight, we're going to cover the recap for the loss in Golden State. But this was a reunion for Jordan Pooley back in the Bay Area, and he was... He got he got a lot more cheers and boos, let me tell you, and a tribute video. So uh, we're definitely going to recap the game and look at the particulars, how we lost and how the young guys did. And then we're going to look at, can the Wizards get a first-round pick for Kyle Kuzma? He's got a lot of suitors out there, so we're going to talk about that. And then at the end, we're going to chop it up like we always do. So the Washington Wizards dropped Friday night uh, to the Golden State Warriors, 129 to 118. And like we always say, Different game, same script. First half was very, very close. Um, the Wizards actually, I mean, kept it very close in the first half. And then the second half, uh, yeah, third quarter, they outscored us 38 to 22. And we tried to bring it back in the fourth quarter, but the damage was done. I'm um, looking at some particulars I looked at. Again, different game, same script. Rebounding was an issue for the Wizards again. Uh, we got out rebounded 64 to 47, including. Offensive rebounds, they out-rebounded us 14-9. to So rebounding, again, was a issue. Now, looking at the stats for our starting five, wait on it to pop up. There we go. Um, Let's get into it. Uh, Tyus Jones, 14 points, 6 for 8 from the field, 2 for 2 from 3, 3 rebounds, and 6 assists. So Tyus Jones um, has been playing really well lately. Um, he's been playing really good basketball and obviously, you know, if you're looking at it from a trade standpoint, yeah, he's getting his value up, but as far as his fit as starting point guard, he is starting to assimilate into the starting point guard position, man. He is definitely doing his thing. Uh, he did well. Now, obviously look, Stephen Curry is a tough cover from most people in the league. He just, he is, <laughs> I mean, probably in my opinion, one of the best shooters of all time, but you know, he definitely knows how to play some ball, man. And you know, he was a man on the mission tonight, but I like what I saw overall from Tyus Jones, but let's get into Jordan Poole. Obviously, this is his reunion going back to Golden State. Um, it was a pity that Draymond Green was suspended. That really would have been <laughs> a heck of a game to watch. But uh, looking at Jordan Poole, um, he had his good moments. He had his bad moments. And But let's let's, let's dig into it. Uh, 25 points overall, but efficiency was bad. Seven for 21 from the field, 
shooting three for 12 from three-point range. Um, he did shoot eight for nine from free throws um, at the charity strike, but – and only one turnover, but, I mean, efficiency, again, was bad, man. I mean, he, there's a lot of ill-advised shots, and I'll say this, man. Um, I feel like I've said this many times, but Jordan Poole, I like him as a young player, man, but he's got some learning to do as far as – what really bothers me about him and Kyle Kuzma to a certain degree is that they don't utilize the shot clock. You know, there's many examples last night, but – you know, bring the ball up and then transition shooting a three. It's just it, it should happen, man. I mean, we, he has to do better with utilizing the shot clock. Him and Kyle Kuzma tend to be bad for this, man. They're, they're bad with, you know, lit, shooting the ball early in the shot clock and, you know, they're ill-advised shots. So not only are you not utilizing the shot clock, you're shooting ill-advised shots to where the, the likelihood of you making it is, is pretty much at nil and you're pretty much giving the ball back to the other team. So they have to get better with moving the ball around, you know, not – shooting the ball off transition every single time because he did it a few times, man. And I know the one time he did a Friday night, man, um, it was an air ball or I believe it hit the backboard. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's got to get better with that, man. He's got to get better with shooting ill shots. I know that, you know, last night, obviously his first game back, back being in Golden State, you know, was trying to make a statement. You know, I don't think it's a statement he really wanted to make, man, because efficiency was terrible. Uh, Denny, seven points, four rebounds, four assists. Um, very underwhelming. Now, the last game he got a double double. I feel like he really turned the corner as far as you know. He's kind of in a rut. You know, he's he's kind of struggling, and you know he struggled again. Two for five. You know, only five attempts. So you can't say too much. The shot attempts. You only got five, and he found other ways to contribute. You, you say that the same thing about him and Bilal. You know, they're very similar as far as you know. The points are sporadic. Right, but they contribute in other ways. You know, we're going to talk about Bilal in a little bit, but you know, Denny contributed in other ways, four rebounds, four assists, but you know, not a lot of shot attempts. And you know, if you look at 21 shot attempts from Jordan Poole and 11 from Kyle Kuzma, you know, you kind of see why. But um, so Denny underwhelming, yes, but look, we know the MO with the starting five and Kyle Kuzma, seven points, nine rebounds. Now he did grab nine boards. You know, he was very active on the boards, man. But shot, again, you know, just like Jordan Poole, shot was not dropping. 3-11 from the field, 1-5 overall. Um, had an injury scare. So we're going to definitely let you guys know what his status is going forward. But very underwhelming, you know, in 24 minutes played. And Daniel Gafford, 15 points, four rebounds, got a steal. A um, little bit underwhelming compared to the game he had in Portland. But, you know, and definitely considering the fact that you know, if you look at who they had at center, uh, you know, across from him, you know, um, Kevon Looney only played 11 minutes, uh, five points, five rebounds. So I feel like he could have did more, but I like the performance from Daniel Gafford because uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Daniel Gafford, man, but, you know, my wife kind of made the comment that you look like you got a little weight on him. You know, he, maybe he, he's really trying to secure that starting center position. And he has, you know, he has things he needs to change, but bulking up is definitely a step in the right direction. You know, if he really wants to bang in there with a lot of these bigger and more athletic bigs, I definitely recommend, you know, him getting into the weight room, getting bigger, um, definitely add some muscle. And I think that's a definitely good uh, decision on his part. But a starting five, you know, very underwhelming. I mean, the shot attempts, I, the biggest, my biggest issue is this, y'all, is that if you're looking at Jordan Poole and, and Kyle Kuzma, I like both of their games, man, but we know what the MO is. High usage, a lot of shot attempts. And I think this really, really, really damaged the Wizards tonight, man. Because if you look at, again, look if you look at the shot attempts, you know, for Jordan Poole, 7 for 21, 
three for 12 from three. And then you look at Kuzma, three for 11. So the efficiency really, really hurt the starting five. Um, so looking at the bench real quick, Bilal Koulibaly, 32 minutes. Now, 32 minutes, he actually led the team in minutes played. Seven points, three rebounds, two assists, three for eight from the field, one for two from three. You know, you don't see the hesitancy. You know, I, I, I get it. You know, you look at the stat line, you're like, man, it was a very underwhelming night. But, you know, him and Denny, the shot, is, you know, they're not hesitant. You know, you definitely want to see them be more aggressive, but they're not hesitant to take that shot. And that's what you want to see for both of them, that, you know, the offensive side for both Bilal and Denny are getting there. They're getting there. And it's going to take a lot of playing time. It's going to take experience. Now, I get it. This is not Denny's first year. This is actually his fourth year. But offensively, you do see a different player. You know, consistency is the biggest issue. Him consistently being a threat offensively as opposed to defensively. And the same thing with Bilal. You know, both of their offensive games will come. You know, it's going to take playing time. And, you know, definitely after the deadline, you're going to see a lot more playing time for both of those gentlemen. Um, Corey Kispert had a really good game. 7 for 15 for the field. Two for seven for three, but 18 points. You know, he was aggressive shooting the ball. You know, he, this is, you know, he definitely tried to keep the Wizards in the game. Uh, looking at a few more people, I like what I saw from Anthony Gill and Ryan Rollins. Uh, they both played 10 minutes each, but eight points for Gill and seven points for Rollins. Um, Shamit coming back from injury, so I'm not going to say too much. Um, 0 for 2, did not score, but he's definitely trying to get his legs back. Coming back from injury, definitely trying to get back in the game's shape. And Mike Muscala, very, very underwhelming. Two points. Uh, but six rebounds, one for five from the field. So you know what to expect from him. He can spread the floor, but, you know, as far as, you know, manning the paint, he has issues doing that, especially against bigger centers. And, you know, he he can definitely shoot. You know, he's six rebounds, he got in there, and he got boards. So overall, very underwhelming game. You know, I felt like, you know, the first half, we definitely stayed with them. But the second half, man, um, adjustments at halftime. Continues to be an issue. And, you know, it's, like I said, Different game, same script. You know, the lack of adjustments at halftime really hurt us. And by the time we tried to make a comeback in the fourth quarter, it was way too late. So, again, you know, Jordan Poole coming back home to the Bay Area. Uh, he did get a lot of cheers. I'm sure there was a few boos out there, but a lot of cheers. Got a tribute video, a lot of love from the Bay Area. So he's much loved in the Bay Area. But, you know, he tried to play hard against Golden State, but – you know, he's just missing shots and inefficiency. And like I said, he's a young guy, man. Um, I'm, I'm trying not to be too critical on Jordan Poole because he's a young guy. And I say this again, he's a young guy who has a lot of upside. You know, obviously defensively, he's not going to be a, a defensive stopgap ever. But offensively, he can be a good scorer in his league. He hasn't his prime yet, but the biggest thing is efficiency, man. You know, he has to shoot high percentage shots. You know, he cannot continue to shoot the ball off a of transition, man. You know, you've got to utilize the shot clock. There's a shot clock for a reason. And the same goes for Kyle Kuzma. You know, Kyle Kuzma, yes, he is a scorer. Um, normally, you can depend on him to, to consistently put up 20-plus points a night. You know, his ability to use his frame to drive the lane. But efficiency continues to be an issue for both of these guys. And so going forward, man, I want to see them being more high-efficient players, man. Um, don't – you know, it's one thing to be a scorer. I get it, man. Um, most scorers, their attempts are high. But you have to shoot high-percentage shots. You've got to utilize the shot clock. And you've got to utilize the guys around you, man. You know, definitely try to get Denny Avia more involved. Um, You know, Daniel Gafford, you know, he's a lob guy. You know, he is what he is. He's very limited in my opinion. But, you know, he's trying to evolve offensively. You see that. But with him gaining weight, you know, he's definitely going to be mostly a lob threat in a defensive presence in the paint. And Tyus Jones, you know, 
Um, can they get him, you know, he, as point guard, I'm not going to say can they get him more involved, but um, I feel like he's doing really, really good. He's been playing well. Um, so I like what I see from Tyus Jones, but efficiency has to get better, y'all. So uh, we're going to really look at can the Wizards get a first-round pick for Kyle Kuzma? And what are the best fits, in my opinion, to move Kyle Kuzma if they indeed want to move him at the deadline? But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by Rise Picks. So what is Prize Picks? Well, Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's, it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than two to six players stat projection and watch the winnings roll in. I'm trying to tell you. With the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league. A league created specifically Four combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. I'll definitely roll with that. Want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' famous players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can do that. You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play. Even if one of your players gets injured, that's big, man. That's big for me. Um, for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Prospects is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So that is big in my opinion. So all you got to do is go to prospects.com slash locked on NBA and lose promo code or use promo code locked on NBA for a first deposit matchup to $100. And again, all you got to do is go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA and use promo code LockedOnNBA for the first deposit match up to $100. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Dollars. And Lockdown has launched the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you, 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Lockdown Plus, our national show's covering every league go to locked on sports today on youtube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel so let's get into it y'all question can the wizards get a first round pick for kyle kuzma um there was a article from scott polasic from bleacher report and it says wizards kyle kuzma is valued by nba execs could return a first rounder so this is from this comment is from jake fisher of yahoo sports and he wrote the four-year 90 million dollar deal that kyle kuzma signed in free agency is considered quite valuable among rival personnel and could bring back some legitimate first round draft capital for the rebuilding wizards so look at that 
Um, there's, there's one thing to cover first before we get into destinations and could this happen? Well, you know, one, I think that most people knew that going into the season, the MO was this was a really team friendly deal because eventually he was going to get moved. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's some fans out there that think he's going to be here long term. And, and I admit that I am a big fan of Kyle Kuzma. And, you know, I love his personality. I, I you know, I love how he rolls, man. You know, you know, as a player, I love how he plays. You know, obviously, you know, I, I know you guys feel like you've heard this a thousand times from me, efficiency. Um, but, you know, a lot of attempts, I get it. But Kyle really became or become a complete player here in D.C. as opposed to being a role guy in L.A. So, you know, the, you know, you can't be surprised by this. You know, the, the M.O. was eventually he was going to get moved. You know, there was reports that the organization and Kyle Kuzma were very transparent with each other, saying that, you know, he should expect to be traded with you know, at some point in his, in his contract. It was never meant for him to be here long term. You know, you know, like it or love it, you know, I'm a big fan of him, but we knew it from, you know, from the get that he was a tradable contract. And now it's said that Jordan Poole, similar situation, you know, um, he kind of viewed himself as being the guy where the organization said, uh, hold on, man. You know, we kind of view him as an asset. And so I get that. Um, so, so can we get a first round pick for him? Absolutely. You know, there's a team that's going to need his scoring prowess going into the playoffs. You know, he, um, some some fits. And definitely comment below. Let me know what you guys think, man. Uh, what are the best fits to me? Number one, Sacramento Kings. I think that he that Sacramento Kings, the year that we uh traded Russell Westbrook to the Lakers, he was this close to going to Sacramento. And then we um we swooped in and made a deal sending Russell Westbrook to the Lakers for Kyle Kuzma and assortment of other players. Uh KCP, you know, list goes on. Um, last year in uh all season, there was rumor that the Kings were looking at Kyle Kuzma. I would definitely consider that move. You know, you look some guys look at Davion Mitchell. You know, future point guard, you know, he's a guy who can – he definitely can play defense, which is something that we miss at the point guard position. Davion Mitchell would be somebody to look at. Uh, maybe an inspiring deal, Harrison Barnes, inspiring deal, and maybe a pick, first-round pick, man. You know, that's something to consider. Um, number two, Dallas Mavericks. Uh, you know, he, I think he could fit with the Dallas Mavericks. Now, I don't have their roster on me right now, but off the top of the head, ah, you have to really look at the roster to see who we could consider getting back, maybe aspiring deals, uh, picks maybe in play, but – um, you got to think that with the Kings and the Mavs, man, the picks aren't going to be sexy picks per se because they are in the in the pursuit of a playoff spot. So, but you no, know, look at this point, we'll take any any jet draft asset we can get, right? Because we are in a rebuild. Um, number three, the Lakers. You know, there's a lot. There's there's some news out there that the Lakers may be interested in bringing him back to LA. You know, could he fit? But again, looking at the roster, I you know, I think. That, there's not a lot of young assets with the roster. So you're probably looking at, a, a, you know, I don't, you know, even really looking at their picks, man, they're hurting on picks. So you're probably looking at aspiring deals. So I don't see the Lakers deal as plausible, man, because, you know, right now we're looking at draft capital and the Lakers, man, they burn most of the draft capital trying to get talent to surround AD and uh, LeBron James. But number four, the Indiana Pacers, they could, uh, the Indiana Pacers could definitely use him. Now draft capital, could be could definitely happen and you know again definitely comment below look at the roster tell me what you got you know what players would you like to see the wizards get in return or are you looking at strictly draft capital but i think those are four destinations and it could be more that merge but to me you know the knicks have been named out there you know but it's interesting to see what the knicks do um there's been a lot of news you know as far as what is the future for rj barrett in new york 
Um, Donovan Mitchell's not happy in Cleveland. Could they make a play for Donovan Mitchell? So just like the deals for um, Damian Lillard and James Harden, you know, I was a believer that the Wizards should have been trying to be that third team, you know, because right now you're looking at a roster where we're trying to find playing time for a lot of these veteran guys who want inspiring deals like Tyus Jones, uh, Gallinari, you know, DeLon Wright, and try to flip them as opposed to trying to find minutes for these young guys. And they're starting to find minutes for Blau. Like I said, Blau led all minutes for the Wizards. So, you know, trying to find that balance. You know, I think a, a, being a third team in a deal maybe for Donovan Mitchell would try, you know, would help us get a lot of these veteran guys off and then try to get playing time for some of these young guys. You know, Johnny Davis, when he gets back from injury, what is his future? You know, um, Bilal definitely he's getting his minutes, and he should, man. I, I think we should definitely look at him being a two-guard after the deadline. But can we get it first? Absolutely. You guys, let me know what you think, man. Definitely comment below. Let me know, you know, do you think, can we get a first-round pick for Kakuma? I think we can. And tell me, what is the best de destination in your opinion? Sacramento, to me, looks like the most sexiest pick because Davion Mitchell, man. Now, one thing about Davion Mitchell real quick, his age. Uh, does he really fit into the timeline? Hmm, we'll see, man. Um, because realistically, we're looking at three to four years of a rebuild. So, and then we all know, and I, I get it, I don't want to bring it up, but the move, the eventual move, or the, the potential move to Virginia. So it kind of behooves him to kind of speed this rebuild up a little bit, right? Because you got to pay for that rent over in VA, man. So um definitely let me know what you guys think so we're gonna get into comments man definitely appreciate you guys we got 24 people in i get it man it's a saturday um last night wasn't feeling too hot man um definitely shout out to my guy the real at all of man hold me down for the trailblazers game wasn't feeling too hot man you know the flu went through the house man so i was definitely feeling under the weather so definitely appreciate my brother man hold me down so we're gonna get into comments but before we do tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get on in action than right now. Don't hesitate. Do it right now because I'm trying to tell you, man, the app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over and unders, parlays and more so visit fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the nfl season fanduel the official partner of the national football league no matter what moves you made last year turbo tax experts make them count did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse that's a move did you go back to school to get your degree that's a move did you relocate for a fresh start well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. So let's get into it. Um, and let's get into comments. Again, appreciate you guys tonight, man, um, showing up with me tonight. Let's start with Luke Feldman. What's good with you, man? He says that Patrick Baldwin Jr. and TJD, I, I'm thinking that is Jackson Davis. And I, I got to agree with you, man. It's not looking so great. Could he use TJD as the fourth 
a fifth here in DC. Dude was outworking Gafford and Muscala. I was thinking that the entire time watching the game, man. I mean, this kid can play some ball, man. And he and we drafted him. You know, we flipped him. And I, you know, yes, in my opinion, yeah. Trace Jackson Davis, man. Right now, he averages around four points a game, a little under one assist and around three and a half rebounds. But you know, at 6'9, 245, he uses his size well. He does. I mean, his stat line, man, last I mean, he looked good last night. He was outworking him. He put in some work last night, y'all. So, yeah, I, I agree with you, man. That, that was a move where it's like, ah, because he was a good prospect coming out of Indiana, man. 10 points, 15 rebounds, man. Five for seven from the field, one block. So, yeah, that, that was definitely a folly move in my, in my opinion. Um, So, yeah, I totally agree with you, man. Appreciate the comment. The sign was good, man. Can't believe Poole shot us out of the game. And Wes did nothing about it but fold his arms and you gum. Yeah, I mean, I, I – not everything's on West, but I'll say this, man. You know, he's got to control that. You know, the, the these shots that Jordan Poole is shooting. I get it. You're you're facing your former team. You don't you know you don't want to be a you want to be electric in a bottle, man. But you got to utilize the shot clock. I, I don't understand shooting an ill-advised three off a of transition. It just it it just it you know <laughs> I don't even know what to say, y'all. Like there's moments where Jordan Poole looks really good. You know, the first shot of the game, Jordan Poole looked, he looked like he was locked in. Um, and when he hit that first mid-range, I was like, okay, it's about to be a good night for Jordan Poole, man, because he's going against his former team. And But then, he, you know, he would shoot these crazy shots, and it's like, bro, what are you doing, man? Like, come on, man. Help me help you. Like, <laughs> like stop, man. You know, you got to utilize the shot clock. I, I feel like I've said it a hundred times tonight, but you have to. You know, there's a shot clock for a reason. You have to utilize it. You cannot spend three seconds off of it and then shoot an ill-advised shot. And Kakulis could be bad for it too, man. But Jordan Poole, man, he's got to shoot high-percentage shots. You don't have to play hero ball every time down the floor, man. You, He's got potential. He's just – somebody's got to rein him in. You know, you know, you can look at Weston Silva Jr., yes. You're good, Kyle Kuzma being that leader, yes. But somebody's got to rein him in, man. You know, he cannot continue. Yes, I believe – you know, I agree with you. I believe he did shoot us out the game, man. And, you know, he, he's got to do better with that. Um, Lamar Odom, interesting name. <laughs> Definitely appreciate you, man. Um, the Wizards, if the Wizards can do a Kyle Kuzma trade, or excuse me, man, if Wizards do trade Kuzma, it definitely would be for multiple first round picks and a solid player. He's a proven contributor to a championship team and a great locker room guy on a good contract. I agree with most of it. I, I do agree. Um, he's he's a great locker room guy. Um, he has been a leader. Um, he has been a proven contributor to a championship team. Um, with the Lake Show, man, but. Multiple, I don't see it. I do see one first round pick and maybe an inspiring deal or a young player, excuse me, in return. But I don't see multiples. But I do think that they have a, an opportunity to get a young player back. And that's why I said, you know, to me, the Kings, I like Davion Mitchell. I think that, you know, a point guard who can defend, who is purely, purely about distribution, will be good for this team. But, you know, we'll see because, you know, Jordan Poole, is he the point guard of the future for this team? It remains to be seen, and I'll see right now. You know, turnovers, elevated shots, you know, maturity. A lot of factors, you know, I don't think he's ready right now. You know, so we'll see. But I, I agree, man. I definitely think we can get draft capital for Kyle Kuzma. And it's looking like, you know, he might be dealt at the latest in the offseason, but he, he's definitely going to get looks at the deadline, man. So that's definitely going to speed up this rebuild and get us some more draft assets. Um, Lamar Odom again, happy holidays, everybody. Definitely, hey, appreciate it. You know, definitely hope everybody has a blessed holidays, man. Um. Let's get into some more comments. Bullets Nation was good. JP lost his game. He was awful. He tried to do what Steph did, and it resulted in three air balls from him. His shot selection was the worst he's been in the entire year. I agree. His shot selection has to get better, man, because 
you know, I get it. You're playing your former team, man, but there's a reason why they're your former team. And like I said, I'm not trying to throw any shade on Jordan Poole. I was very excited him coming over. There was a time when I thought he was part of the future. Um, obviously the organization doesn't feel the same. Um, it, it you know, that's subject to change uh, based on performance, but he's trying to do too much. You know, that, that that's pretty much it. He's trying to do too much. You know, you, you don't have to play hero ball when it's not warranted. You know, he's trying to do too much. So I definitely agree. His shot selection losses the game, man. Um, is he the sole reason? No, but I mean, he's a big reason. You know, the ill-advised shots are hurting us, man. Hurting us. Um, Bullets Nation, again, don't know if you saw the rumors, but the Rockets Magic are interested in Tyus. Yes, I did see that. Uh, the Rockets and the Knicks want Gafford. Talks of a first for Tyus, which I did not expect. Yes, this is, this is exciting news because... Man, we need all the draft capital we can get, right? Um, definitely flipping a lot of these expiring deals. Now, you know, looking at um, the new – I did see the rumors of the Houston Rockets. Um, Orlando Magic, I did not. That's interesting. But it kind of makes you shake your head. How many point guards do you need in Orlando, man, unless you're trying to give us two for one deal? I mean, <laughs> I just don't see how many point guards and guards you need in Orlando, man. But the fit, you know, really – Houston is a good fit for Tyus, man. You know, I always thought that Houston, maybe the Clippers were a good fit. Uh, the Knicks want Gaff. You know what? Like, I like Gaff. I really do. But here's the thing, man. Um, this is a business. This is a performance-based business. Um, Gafford can shot block, man. It was a six blocks against the Portland Trailblazers, especially against, you know, uh, fighting against Aiden, which Aiden did win that matchup, if you look statistically. But if you look at history, Daniel Gafford had a really good night. But he's very limited. You know, in this modern NBA, man, you know, you got to be able to spread the floor. He's tried, but, you know, he's gaining weight. You know, he's getting that muscle in there. Uh, I, I think that he can be a productive center in the NBA, but can he be a starter of the future? I, I don't see it yet, man. Um, I think he can fit New York. I think that would be a really good trade. We can try to get a young player back because right now it's about evaluating young players, trying to get as much assets and young players back and evaluate them and move from there, man. So I think there's a lot of potential in New York for Daniel Gafford, man. Um, so like you said, talks about the first for Tyus. I did I didn't expect that, man. But if you can get a first round pick for Tyus, hopefully get a first round pick or definitely get a first round pick for Kyle Kuzma, man. You're definitely filling up the cupboard for draft capital for the future for this organization, which is what we need and what we want, right? The unknown ism. I, I believe that's what it is. Um <laughs> at this point, trade everybody and get rid of unsaled, get as much draft capital as possible. Amen. I agree with you. I, I think that right now you get rid of everybody at, except for Bilal. And, you know, Denny just got his bag. But, you know, look, I believe, you know, and I know there's going to be some people going to be mad at me. But, you know, everybody is tradable, in my opinion, outside, you know, outside Bilal, Koulibaly. Um, Denny, you know, he has evolved. You know, he's definitely, be, you know, worked on his offensive game. Now, is he, is he a complete package right now? No. But he's definitely put the work in. But you got to honestly look at it, man. You know, hate him or love him. You know, everybody on this team outside Bilal is a tradable asset right now. And they should be, you know, because we are, I, I believe the next year is year one of a rebuild, but this is a transitional year. But we are early on in the rebuild. You know, we have to get draft assets. We have to get young players and evaluate them. Because, again, if you look at certain financial moves made by ownership, you know, you don't make a major move to for the Commonwealth of Virginia and and you don't feel a, comp a, a competitive team. You know, you cannot go to VA, man. Because that obviously we all know, and I'm not gonna get into it, but that's obviously high price area, man. Look, you gotta have a contender because people aren't gonna show up and pay crazy prices for tickets if they're if they're stinking, man. You know, it behooves them to make this a competitive team by 2028. So 
Right now is the time to get draft assets and young players. So uh, DMV for life said, if the if the Knicks want Gafford, they can have him. <laughs> He's a great backup. That's hard. I agree on all points. You you hit the nail on the head, brother. Great backup, bad starter. You know, he's just he's got things to work on. You know, he, he is what he is, in my opinion, at this point. You know, he's a law of threat, yes. He's a shot blocker, yes. But, you know, it's good to see him gain, gain that muscle, right? But, um, you know, he's got ways to go if he wants to solidify himself as a starter in this league. And I just don't see it yet, man. Like Gaff, you know, but, you know, and I'm with you, man. You know, that contract, you know, that, you know first year of that uh, extension kicking in, man, you know, it's definitely a movable contract. So I definitely agree with you. Um, Stuart O'Flaherty, what's good with you? It was a good game at 88 to 80. I answered the phone call, look up, and it's 9980. I'm with you, man. I mean, before you know it, they were, it's just the, the lack of adjustments at halftime kills us, man. I mean, the you know, Weston O'Sell Jr. tends to stick with his game plan and his lineups, and he doesn't make adjustments, and, it, and it's hurting him. It's hurting him. It's hurting the team. You know, you got to make adjustments, man. That, that's the name of the game. You know, you can argue that halftime adjustments are a, probably the most important adjustments you can make because, you know, the, the other teams are making it and we're not making it, man. So I, I definitely agree with that. Um, Again, he says uh, they shouldn't trade Gafford, especially in the division. Uh, you know, and I think then the Knicks are in the Atlantic division. So I, I, they're not in our division, but they are in our conference. And, I, you know, look, um. Gaff, his contract's not bad. Could he be a backup here in the future? Yeah, absolutely. I, I can see him staying here long-term. But here's the thing, man. With that money, you know, you have an opportunity to move him. You got to make the move. Um, it, It's 50-50 for me, man. Is it really a move that has to be made? You can say no, right? But it's a move that if you get a good return, then you make that move. Because he's not a guy who's pivotal or is a pivotal piece of the foundation. And, I, and it's no it's no shade on Gaff, man. You know, like I said, and, I, and I'm going to make this last time I said, I like Gaff. But, you know, here's the thing. This is a performance-based business, man. We we are in a rebuild, man. So everybody's tradable. Everybody's tradable. So, you know, normally you want to move, you know, your player in the trade to the Western Conference. But, you know, Gaff is not a guy who's, you know, in return to D.C. is going to light us up. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it is 50-50, my dude. I definitely agree with you. Um, let's see. Drew said the Wizards' biggest problem is that they have too many, too much small guards. All the top teams now have three or four players over six foot nine. That's new winning lineup in the NBA. I, I Man, great comment. I, I definitely agree with you. You know, if you look at point guards like SGA, man, you know, a tall lineup is, is much needed in the NBA. And that's why I advocated for – and depending on future moves, man, depending on who we get in the draft. But, you know, right now, Denny is our small four. You know, if you put Bilal after the deadline at the two, that's a tall lineup. That's the defensive lineup. You know, especially with Kuz at the four, uh, you know, gifted he's not moved. But long term, man, you know, there's a lot of decisions. You know, we go in the draft and we draft Ron Holland. You know, then you have a tall, you know, there's a lot of variables. But I agree with you, man. You know, our, our, our backcourt, they're small and they don't defend. And they become a detriment. You know, yeah, they can score. Tyus. Does well, yeah, especially distributing ball. You know, I like to see his assist numbers a little higher. But you know, they're, they're they are a defensive detriment to us because they don't defend well, man. And they're small. You know, when you you know, what can you really depend on when you put ties up against SGA, a taller, faster, stronger point guard? So, I agree with you, man. Um, Stuart Flaherty uh, said trade ties, his value would never be higher. Totally agree, man. Let's see, we're we're gonna do a couple more, man, because we're at the thirty-three minute mark. Um, let's see. Uh, George Borton Schneider says, uh, trade Kuzma for Embiid. How does the front office not see this? I'm not seeing it either, bro. I don't see any 
<laughs> I mean, I the, the 76ers probably will, will like they will laugh at us, man. Like straight up cruise for nah. Um, I I agree that Philly might be an under the radar move, especially considering if you look at Tobias Harris's contract. I will agree with that, but straight up, nah, man. I mean, the 76ers are probably gonna hang up. Um, let's see. All right, let's see. Uh, Drew said you guys are not good businessmen. Uh, Kuz for a first round pick when Jazz asked for five. Oh, my lord, I didn't know that first round picks for Laurie Marketing. That's why the Wizards are laughing, sucking NBA, no ambition. I don't know any universe where you get five first round picks for Laurie Marketing, man. I mean, Lord, if he if they get that for him, man, then we might mess around and get 10 for Kuzma, man. I mean, I don't see any of either one of them a possibility right now. So, um, but you can definitely get a first for Tyson, you can definitely get a first for uh, Kuz, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. That black guy or the that black underscore guy s. <laughs> What's up, man? Um, you really think they're moving the VA? I don't know. You know, honestly, man. Um, obviously, there's a lot of approval from Richmond. Um, there's a lot of approval that has to be done as far as Alexandria and the city council because, look, people forget there was a football a football stadium was proposed and they didn't decline it. And really, if you look at a lot of comments from people that live in the area, they don't want it, man. It's really going to jack up the traffic. I think that this move was a move for Taylor to kind of get DC city council to get their act together. I don't honestly, it's 50 50 right now. I could see them staying in DC, but is the money good? Yeah, man. I mean, the money's good in VA and you know, so we'll see, man. Um, I know that this is a hot topic right now from, you know, DMV man. Uh, but I, I could see them staying in DC cause I just, I don't see financially how it makes sense. You know, the, the Mystics, you know, I'm again, unfortunately, I, you know, I'm just being real here. I'm being 100. The Mystics aren't a draw enough to be able to be the lone tenant at Capital One. You know, what do you do with Monument Sports Arena? You know, there's a, there's a lot of ifs, man. There's a lot of approval. So I think that, you know, there's, there's a chance that they could stay, but there's also a chance they could go. So um, let's see. Well, I'm going to do one more comment. And, and there's a lot of good comments here, man. Next week, we are going to do some mailbag episodes, man. So definitely, definitely give us the best questions. But we're going to put forward um let's see before i don't want him talking about um let's see my man dc hoopla what's good brother if your last name isn't kulabali you should be on the market absolutely amen that's it <laughs> i'm with you bro i mean everybody's tradable everybody should be tradable Bilal kulabali is the only person that is not a tradable asset right now you 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 try to move everybody you know because the thing is we're rebuilding this is gonna be a long rebuild but then again is it because with that potential move so you know, you've got to evaluate young guys. You got to bring some young guys in here. You got to bring some picks in here. You know, if you can definitely get a first round pick for Tyus Jones and Kyle Kuzma, man, that is a win win. But we definitely, definitely have to try to get as many assets as we can back. So I agree with you. So we're going to go uh, call it that, man. A lot of good comments, man. If I didn't get to your comment, man, it ain't, it ain't because it ain't good, man. You know, it's just because like we had this 36 minute more, man. So um, definitely appreciate you guys rocking with me tonight, man. Um, Again, shout out to my guy, the real that all ever hold it down for the Trailblazers game, man. Um, like I said, I wasn't feeling too hot, so I definitely appreciate him holding down the fort. But I appreciate you guys, man. Um, wherever you get your podcast, five star review is much appreciated. And on the YouTube side, man, um, comment below. Let us know what you guys think. What is the best destination for Kyle Kuzma? And what what is the best package we can get for him? But um, definitely, if you're not a subscriber to Locked on Wizards, definitely, definitely consider it, man. Me and my guy, the real it all over, man. We have fun on here. You guys know how we do, man. We come in and we chop it up. So we can, we have a lot of good content coming your way. 
covering the rest of this year and getting into the offseason is going to be a lot of good content. So definitely rock with us, man. So um, holidays, man, look, definitely want to watch less holiday, whether it's Christmas, whether it's Hanukkah, whether it's Kwanzaa. You know, I know it's too late for Eid, but definitely Eid Mubarak, man. <laughs> um, but, but definitely um, definitely appreciate you guys rocking with us this year, man. So definitely whatever you, you know, whatever your religious belief is, man, whatever you celebrate, definitely, man, it's time for family. Definitely time to reflect. You know, look, man, the world is going crazy right now. We have a lot of things that divide us, man. You know, definitely, definitely, definitely consider, you know, really, really just going to this new year with some love, respect. And was try to make this a better world, man. So straight up, uh, we got a lot of love for y'all, got for you guys, man. Definitely appreciate you guys rocking with us, man. So definitely, I want to. I wish everybody a blessed holiday, man. We will see you guys after the holidays, man, on Tuesday. So appreciate you guys, man. So hail to the Wizards and peace, everybody. Take care, man. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.